This episode, some stories from the field. Well, this week, John and I are going to tell you some stories about actually about doing jobs this week. It was uh, we both have some kind of interesting observations and some things to, <laughs> to share with you all. Um, lots of great tips in this one. Just basically some things to look out for a couple of other things. So looking forward to it. <laughs> stories from the field. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Stories from the field. And to help me explain, it's the captain storyteller himself, Johnny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what we're going to be... What we're going to be talking about is just in the last week or so. What I, at least, what I've seen. <laughs> I, I've had a, I've so, had a couple. I mean, like, like, like yeah. one of them. This one I'm going to relate is really was a first, was a first ever for me. I mean, the first yeah. time I've ever seen anything like it. So, so I want to let people know about it because it was really a. a it's just, I, we'll get to it. It's yeah, a great story. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but um, before we before we uh, begin, I want to. I want to congratulate all you Michigan fans out there. It was a hell of a game last night. I know this is probably going to air in a week or so, but uh, that game against uh, Washington was uh, was great. So congratulations on the national championship. Well, and there you go. I didn't watch it. I guess I don't. <clears throat> <laughs> it's like football is football. Well, we've had a lot of stuff going on. You want to, you know, let the people in on where they can catch us. Where they can catch us? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we're out on YouTube. We are also out on basically all the basic podcast players. Please do us a favor, like and subscribe to our shows. It really helps get the algorithms working for us, gets the, our word out. We're trying to we're trying to spread the word on the Handyman Pros Radio Show. We hope we're bringing you some value. If not, send us an email, questions at handymanprosradioshow.com, um, and we will put we'll, – we'll either do your comments, if you have a suggestion for a show, all kinds of things. We, we did a show a couple of weeks back about um, what we're doing for 2024, and we got a lot of really good responses on that. So stay tuned. We do – we are proactive. We do have some – some stuff coming up. So, um, with that, Johnny, let's yeah, talk. About I mean, what there's we been a lot week. of stuff going on this past week. You know, not to mention what's in the news uh, today, and, and Lord knows what happens. What you know, by the time this this airs, but you know, what's going on with this Boeing aircraft? Uh, yeah, with that, the, yeah, that one's a yeah. Let's so not talk about a, that. There's <laughs> a couple things happening there. Um, these things are very um, you know complicated as to what what caused this, but. I got to tell you, um, I just read an article the other day that there's a, you know, they're also, um, they've also got ground checks now for uh, loose bolts in the rudder. Oh, on 737? So, you know, have at it, guys. <clears throat> I, I don't know what's going on, man. Somebody's not <laughs> not securing not securing bolts and, and uh, you know, and wiring them in and cotter keys and all kinds of stuff but uh something's something's up not good so anyways anyway so i just kicks off the week what i saw i want to make a quick comment folks johnny follows all this aviation stuff because he's actually an airframe and power plant mechanic so he used to work in the aviation industry so he knows way more about this than most of us but uh anyway yeah it is it is something quite interesting they also didn't they put a ground stop also don't they uh, recall like the eight one of the uh, airbus series to this and like within the past week anyway whatever I, I i'd have to check i it's it's i'm well i've got a lot of theories on this but i'll hold that for <laughs> i'll hold that for later this is get, this is uh getting getting out of hand let's talk home maintenance and repair what do you say yeah 
Okay. <laughs> Shit. Okay. He says, John, don't you, you got some pictures to put up, put up for us. So, yeah. So I, this, this week was an interesting week. Um, uh, I've, I've been getting around to a bunch of homes for whatever the reason is. Um, I don't know, burglarizing, <laughs> but I've, uh, I've, I've just, you know, I was just over at, um, some of my, uh, my neighbors and stuff, uh, just due to the holidays and going, doing, doing work at their house and, you know, doing some, having some adult beverages and so on and so forth. But the, uh, you know, the, the point of this is I've seen a lot of stuff and, um, I, let me put up. Let me put up a picture here, and you, you HVAC guys out there, um, will probably recognize, will recognize this. Um, and um, uh, let me uh, put this up here. But first, we have to know how to use the technology. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is true. Hey, you know. When you're the when you're the one armed producer with every everything else, um, so what we got here <laughs> is a rusted flue vent. Wow! I see. So, folks, I have not seen these pictures, so just be so aware. So you'll see that right there, how rusted that is. Oh yeah! Look at the rust running down the pipe. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, yeah, it even gets, it even gets more interesting. Um, let me bring that up. There's a close up of it. And uh. <laughs> now folks, th this is a tip. Okay. Go look at your flu, you know, the flu pipes, because if this kind of activity is going on, I'm going to show you that when you touch it, that's happened. Oh, that's what wow. That's yeah. what happens. Not so, not so good. So explain that. So first off, Johnny, explain where this is. This is in the basement. Okay. Of my, uh, my neighbor's house coming off of coming off of the furnace off the furnace. So this is the pipe that carries the hot air from the furnace outside. Right? So remember, one of the things that goes in that, that so this, John, is this a, um, is this a natural gas furnace? Yes. It, it's okay. Yes. So it's a natural gas furnace. So remember folks, when you burn natural gas, uh, it produces carbon monoxide, carbon monoxide. So, yeah, and, and so there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes on with this, whether that's right. the, an inefficient furnace and it's kicking out too much condensate, you know, through, through the, you know, cause when you go by, you'll see in the, in the, You'll see smoke coming out of people's homes, out of the stacks, right? Right. That's what that is, right? It's unburnt right. Ga gas and and things like that. Well, that seems to have been building up, and <laughs> in, in, it, it took a while to rust that galvanized pipe, right? But the that, point the is, line. let's say that uh, let's say that you don't, you never even see this down in your basement, right? Because it's in the furnace room, and you never go down there as a typical right. homeowner, right? And uh, the next thing you know, you're, uh, you know. Sleepy. You're going. You're going to bed, and you might not wake up. Yeah, it's it's really that. It it really is. Honestly, it's that it's that important. Um, and so you want to just just inspect it. Now, this is really something for an HVAC guy to fix, in my opinion. Um, don't screw around with it, you know. But but 
you saw the signs there. There were there were rust streaks running down the pipe, and that's an indication that something's not right. And so with that, and right there in that picture, there are rust streaks. You can see them running down the line. So just go in and look. And gosh, if you see rust streaks like that, it might be time to call the HVAC guy, because you just want to make sure that yeah. that's taken care of, so, right? Yeah. And the other thing is, is if you have this white stuff starting to build up on the outside of the pipe without the rust something else is going on there so correct you know, get, get it get it taken get it taken care of um immediately <laughs> yeah it needs to be taken care of because you're going to get real sleepy I, i'll tell you the other thing is is that um you know another tip here is if you don't have a carbon monoxide detector you might want to get one you might want to get if one. you're in this situation of, right uh, you know oh yeah if you just, have that just you anyone. need to get one just get one just for the heck of it so his his didn't go off um wow. But it didn't fall apart until he went down there, looked at it, and touched it, and then it and fell then apart. And then it came apart, yeah. So that's how close he was uh, yeah. to a disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, right, right. All right, so that's the first one. And uh, you, you've got most of these, Johnny. I've just got one. What's the second one that you've got? Um, you going to so... play the video? Yeah, so I've, so I've got, I had this, so a neighbor calls me over and um, says, hey, my, something's going on with my plumbing. And I mm -hmm. said, well, you know, I'll, I'll take a look at it. And so when I went in there, um, I, uh, I, I saw, um, I saw this, so. Oh, a little of the old bubble Rooney for out of the toilet there. Yeah. Yeah. So when I when I turned on the sink in the vanity, that's when it this started. Really? Yep. So folks, if you don't know this, that's not normal. That's not the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> so if your toilet is gurgling, if your toilet is gurgling like this, that's not that's not normal. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so, Johnny, what is that usually an indication of? So okay. So usually what we've got going what we've got going on here is that there's a there's some kind of a I thought it was, you know, it's 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 gasping for air, but it's actually a blockage. Um which which does basically the same thing. So uh half the pipe usually that means that there's a blockage somewhere and that half the pipe is filled with water. Right. So it's so not folks, remember, it's not draining out. Yeah, remember your your ventilate you your plumbing system has a ventilation has a vent and the vent usually goes through the roof it goes vertical someplace above it and you need air to be in the pipes for the water to flow properly that's so this gurgle when it bubbles like that it's starving for air is what it is and so it's not drawing air out of the vent yeah. properly well right so well that can be but generally what this is is a, is a blockage and half okay. the pipe is filled right with uh it, so it's it doesn't have a it, it's not using its complete capacity to get stuff out so things are going to start to back up so i started to talk to her um and then i got the little bit of the history behind what what's going on with their plumbing and uh it, it's been one one thing after another with with them um where they were where they've had their whole system routed out before uh, they've had their their shower, uh, you know. They've had some remodeling done, so who knows what's down in the pipes. Um, and then they've had this kind of thing happen before. So I tried to um, alleviate this, route it out, um, 
and plunge it out to no avail because <laughs> I don't, it, this thing was way down so, in the pipe. So I, I got, we went, we walked in the basement underneath all this. And I got to tell you, I've never seen plumbing like this before, Larry. And I, and I uh, tried to describe it to you before, and I don't know if I did a good job, but it's like one three inch pipe that must be running at least 60 feet with all these uh, drain fixture uh, hooked to it. Yeah. Which so is they've got right here before this, before this even hits the three inch pipe, this all comes together with a sink, a tub, and a shower. And which is toilet, a lot. Which, yeah, which is, is a, lot. a lot. And no yeah. vent. And no, yeah, okay, no vent. That's and a, there's no vent. Yeah, there's no vent. And then the, then it picks it all up, and it's running this thing 60 feet, and it's picking up more uh, DFUs on the way down um, because it's a ranch-type house. So it, it, they couldn't run the stack up the way they've got this thing because it would be running through the middle of your you know, living room right upstairs. So right. I don't know how they got away with it. And the slope... There didn't seem like a slope on this thing, and it should be what an eighth of an inch for every foot. So do the if you do the if you do the math, that's probably twelve and a half inch drop over fifty feet or so. It sure didn't look like it to me. So I don't know how this. So maybe hence this is why they've had all these plumbing issues um, all this time because it won't clear itself. So if you got just a little bit of a soft tissue um, blockage, you know it's you you can't get rid of it. Right. I mean, it's just, it just, it, it'll jam itself up. So <clears throat> resolution was I had to call my plumber buddy and, uh, you know, he was talking me through it. He's like, oh boy, you know, he's like, okay, well, and this is on a septic by the way. So he wanted me to go outside, open up the vent outside and he'd come over and take a look at this thing. Well, the resolution at the end of the story is they had to take the toilet off the floor, route it out about 40 feet down wow. through this pipe. And, you know, because there was some some kind of blockage in there. Um, and so I, did you solve the problem? Yeah, solve the did. initial problem or the initial problem, I should say. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 fine. But this this system that the way this is all hooked up is um, it's got to be really prone to to problems. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, if you if you, you take a look at this, it doesn't it, I don't know how it how it passed code. I don't so. Well, at some point, but sins of the past, as we yeah. like to say, we run into them all the time. These are the sins of the past and how it, you know, how it got approved. We don't know. I know we had discussed this one before and there is the possibility to put a stutter, a stutter vent or a studer vent as they call them. Well, and that's a good idea underneath the sink, underneath know, the at sink. least give it some air on its way it, out. It'll get some air in it. Uh, so those are, those are vents that run inside the house and they're really one way vents. They're just for drawing air in. They don't, they don't go the other way. So, um, anyway, it's just a, another potential potential thing that one's an interesting one john because i've never seen anything like that i mean i get it you know i mean i it's it's it just is what it is i'm gonna t so i went out on a job john and i went and so the customer calls me said and, and he says uh the floor of my fiberglass shower is spongy and i'm and i so i had my next question is well how old is the shower and of course the shower as well it's a it's an 80s model and i'm thinking to myself oh this it's simple right this is an old shower uh or an, an old bath, it's a bathtub shower combination, right? I'm like, well, the, the bathtub's an 80s model. It's shot, right? It's a fiberglass tub from the 80s. I'm sure it's past its usable life. So I go to, I, I'm like, and, and he's describing, the way he's describing it, I'm like, I need to look at this. And he actually had a crawl space and you could see the bottom of the tub. 
So I go to the facility, I go to his house and I, I actually go down under and I look up and I'm like, that's a cast iron tub. What WTF, right? What the, yeah. what the flip? And I actually tested it. I took my knife out and I poked it. Right. And sure enough, it's steel, you know, yeah. or it's metal. Right. So I go back upstairs to look at it. And when I originally went into this place, I put my hand on the bottom of the tub and literally you could feel like you pressed down on the tub and it was like a, it was like a wave came out <laughs> from the tub, right? The, the bottom of the tub moved in this, this wave like action. Like yeah. literally you push down on it and, and, and you could feel liquid in this case, I think it's water, but you could feel liquid up <laughs> under the, the tub. And I'm like, this is bizarre. Right. And th- but, so when I get under there and I see it's a cast iron tub and I know the top is not cast iron, it's either fiberglass. I think it's PVC actually, but anyway, I'm going to get to that in just a second. Long story short, I figure out this is an insert. Okay. This yeah. is like a rebath type insert that somebody's yeah. laid this in the top of the, on the top of the cast yeah. tub. Right. So again, back to sins of the past. You're just covering up sins on that they, one. Well, they, they covered up for whatever that's reason. A, that's a bit, it's uh, that okay. I'll hold my powder on that one, but we're going to, we're, we'll talk about, we'll do a show sometime on yeses and nos on this <laughs> thing, right? I, I have a, have how we'll bring somebody in on this because I'm sure I we've think, got some really good stories going I on. I think that's there. a, I think that's a good call. But anyway, long story short, I re, I look at the top edge of the tub and it looks like whoever cut the line, it's not straight. It's really, literally got, you know, <laughs> it's got a belly in it and they put grout to it, but they didn't get it up over. So me and my uh, eminent wisdom, I, I get, I take my 200 pound self and I step on the bottom of the tub and what happens? Water comes spurting out of that joint, right? Just uh, right. And I'm like, found the, where the water's getting in, right? Found where the water's getting in. So, um, I, I asked the customer, I, you know, and that's a long story, but they had just had there. They had recently had the tile, had the shower retiled, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, Oh, so anyway, we fixed the problem. I tried to take the drain out to get the water out from underneath. And actually I got started to get a little water spurting out by the drain when you stepped on it. And this thing was still solid. So I did, I'm, this is a two-step process and I will report on this in the future, but we had a, enough water coming out of it. that I'm like, all right, we're just going to let this thing try and drain. And I caulked with a super good caulk across <laughs> the top of the seam to stop water from getting in there in the future. And again, I did that this week and, and I'm thinking it's probably going to take several weeks for the water to actually yeah. squeeze well, its we'll way Well, we'll see what happens. I know that the, you were saying that they didn't want to do this the way, yeah. I, the way it needs to be done. But it, it, I it's, mean, you're it's just one setting of those yourself things. up for a nice, a nice, uh, nice mold area there. I, or whatever. Yeah, like, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, squ- but, squishy shower. Squishy. I mean, but squishy tub is not going to be the, the real issue here. <laughs> if you've ever put your hand on a, on a waterbed, that's yeah. what it felt like. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cool. The whole thing needs. Yeah. You had to get a freaking <laughs> D niner in there. Just take the whole thing out. So I have never seen that. I guess I've obviously never really paid too much attention to anybody doing a shower insert. But after really this, the the problem with this particular lesson, lesson number one. <laughs> but it, it was an inst. It really was an insta- installation failure because if it had been properly caulked and sealed at the top, this would have never happened. And I don't know what it looks like underneath, and and <clears throat> I'm not sure I want to get well. I think into one of the- it, but it's yeah. just an interesting. It was interesting because I was like. 
it, it didn't make sense to me when he originally described it. I'm like, no, if it's if your shower's failing, your shower's, you know, and it happens, right? Fiberglass tubs, they do that. They break, they break, basically, you know. Well, so. here's here's the other the lesson here is that, uh, and we've we've talked about this in the past, uh, some past episodes, is that you know, listen, if you haven't done a shower before and you're about to embark on doing a shower, you may want to think twice about it <laughs> as a as a first time DIY project. Yeah, um, I can't tell if it because I, because showers are are one of the you know they're not forgiving and right. uh, you can spend a lot of money and there's right. a lot of techniques uh, to uh, stop these kind of things from happening. You know, sans sans this insert thing, but right. you know it just brings up a whole nother type of discussion on on showers in particular so yeah i'm i'm not sure i i know for a fact that this particular these people did not do that now they've been in the house for 16 years and they did not put this in themselves but boy it looks like homeowner work it probably was before they sold the house and well this the guy is put the, it in, okay, you know? and let, so let's carry the lesson even further mm -hmm. um that's why you need to be real careful about any contractors that you have do your shower yep. um you know it goes all the way back to all things. I'm not going to rehash it here on how to pick a contractor and, and work with them and things like that. But uh, man, I will tell you that you can, you can, um, the shower might look great the day that they leave. And, um, you know, six months later, you might have a major issue. Yeah. So I, it's, it, it is really, it's a serious, you know, you know, it's a lot of things that you can get away with on other things, like we've talked in the past. But showers are one of those unforgiving things because it's all it, it's it's water. It's water, <laughs> so, and it's everyday water. Yeah, right? it's every day, it's every not, single day. If it, three times a day, depending. You have kids, and you know, you know, so and so. Forth. All right. Well, anyway, that's my. That's story. an interesting. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. I'll leave you. I'll leave you at this one. Um. And I have to get back to my, uh, I got to talk to my neighbor about this, which I didn't um, because it was getting pretty late when we were, when we were over at his house. Johnny, you weren't out drinking on this one, were you? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, no. Not me. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I went, I, and I worked on his deck before, um, putting some railings and stuff, but I walked out there and I don't see, I don't remember this, um, but I walked out there and I don't know what happened in the meantime. But that place is like a trampoline out there. Ooh. And it's got to be 30 feet off the ground. Ooh. And I was like, I, I was like, man, don't even walk over there on that side. I don't know what's going on. I haven't, it was too dark. I couldn't look at it, what was going on underneath there. But I've never, because, you know, with all the joists and everything being maybe, what, 12 inches apart or so, 10 inches on a deck, um, you know, it, it, it was just really springy and it, it would just felt like holy macro I'm, i could you know go right through this thing so uh, I, yeah we, right. we've it's talked like, about this on numerous occasions and I, it always goes back to my i did some research on this and folks you're welcome just google it deck failures in the usa or something like that there's been a lot of deaths from decks collapsing Oh, and yeah. a lot of injuries as well. And when I say a lot, I'm talking about 20,000 plus, not deaths, but 20,000 plus injuries. Oh, yeah, accidents. And thousands of deaths. It goes into the thousands. It's like 2,000 or something. Um, and usually it occurs when there's a whole lot of people on the deck, like somebody's having a party because obviously you overload the deck. Yeah. But if you go out on your deck, this is just the the words of warning, right? And it, I mean, it makes sense, but it gets ignored. You go out on that deck and just to John's point, it feels like a, like it's spongy or, or springy. It feels like it's moving. 
time to get somebody in to look at it. Don't. Yeah. Don't, don't play with that, man. I, I tell you what, I, I got to go back and talk to him about it. Um, I didn't bring it up to him at that point, but, um, I mean, it, it wasn't just one spot. It was a, a bunch of spots and I, it surprised me cause he does. It's not like it's uh you know, like treks or anything. It was, it was, you know, where, you know, treks it has to, ha, has to have more support right. than, than a five quarter right. and five quarter. It was, they were all five quarter boards. But, and they were just like, I mean, this thing must have flexed four inches. Whoa, four inches. Yikes. So, and, and that, and I, and I was surprised, you know, uh, that, you know, it wasn't hitting a joist because they're, they're so, you know, deck joists are so close to each other, you know? And I was like, you know, I, so I don't know. It's like it, this thing didn't have. I don't know what was going on. That's but I'm that's like, a that's like really serious. That was, that's some serious stuff. Yeah. And I was like, man, I, I was telling people, don't you know, don't don't walk out there, man. Don't don't go out there. Yeah, that's that's a really really dangerous. That's that's potentially, especially thirty feet in the air. Now, if that was two feet in the air, not so important, right? But when you're up in the air, and I, and I don't care how high it is, folks. If you won't if you won't jump off of it, so. For me, that's about right. three to four feet. I won't jump right. any higher than that. You need to have that addressed at thirty feet. Oh, I'm not even. I'm, well, I'm you know, and off. the other thing I was thinking about it was it was cold out, um, so everybody was inside. Okay, now if it was a, a warm night and he had these people over and they were all out on that deck, it'd be who knows what? Who knows? Yeah, that could have been a disaster. Could have been really, really bad. Yeah. So, so, so if your decks, I, I also wonder too. One other thing, John. So this is remember we had that whole series of that lumber that that pressure treated lumber from I think what was it the early when was that? But we found that lumber that was actually bad. I yeah I <clears throat> run into that I ran into that stuff again. Did you really? Yeah. <clears throat> I I can't believe it. It's some yeah that that's now it's probably about what 12, 12 to fifteen. 12 to 15 years ago, they were using this stuff. Yep. And I don't know what it was. I, we've run across it. A couple times. And yeah. um, I just, matter of fact, I just talked to a guy um, the other day, actually, that uh, was replacing all the boards on his uh, on his deck. And he's got a great big house, beautiful, you know, but that doesn't mean anything because he, I because I said, how long ago was your house built? And he's like, uh, you know, 15 years, 13 years. And I said, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I said, really, time hey, let specific. me ask you this. Do you, do you also have, you also have, uh, is a deck off the ground? Do you have, uh, you know, dry below on it? <laughs> and he's like, yep. I said, do yourself a favor, man. Make sure those, he goes, well, all the boards were pushed t together. <sighs> yeah. They're supposed like, to, folk, they're supposed oh, to be gaps in boards on decks, you know, there's like, oh my God. Uh, you know, anyways, anyway. you know, you're just setting yourself up for a big problem with that dry blow holding the water with no way to air it out. And um, I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested, folks, if you've run into this stuff. I've run into this now several times with dry blow where, where the contractors have put uh, the deck ab above it, um, you know, board to board. Or just let's let's let me let me rephrase that. The deck was built board to board. OK, without any gaps. And then they put and then later on they put dry below there and there's no way for it to um you know air, air out. out right it doesn't allow the air to, to flow dry out board which which in turn keeps and, it and, wet. And, and consequently all those boards that we were working on were rotting from the bottom up the bottom up and the inside for the for some reason it, inside out on those particular and, and boards that was, too which this we believe we don't have any proof but we believe all of this stuff had tags on it that said some kind of eco-friendly something or other there was something like that i've run now i've run into this time yep. and time again 
and and we believe that it probably wasn't the greatest at the from the get go. We're not we're not condemning the product. It's just it's been observational for us, and it literally rots from the inside out, which is not typical, folks. As you know, most rot, rot rots from the outside. In, I, you know, it comes. I see a lot. I saw a lot a lot on uh, some of the fences that I've worked on. Yeah, uh, replacing boards on the fences. Same thing. And these were two by fours. Yeah, right. And they were only. I, they were only like seven or eight years old. Yeah, um, this is dimensional. And they were just lumber. totally like, yeah. like termites had eaten the thing. Out, Except it's you know? not termites because there's no tracks. And, and it's no, not termites, it's not, but it kind of looks like. Yeah, and it's not mm-hmm. any kind of bug because we know. I mean, it's not wood boring beetles or anything like that. You can, you no. does not powder post beetles or any of that stuff because you can just tell it's just diff- it just doesn't have the signs of what it is. And so, <laughs> anyway, yeah, be that as me. Yeah, it was uh, it was. Uh, it was pretty bad, but uh, just kind of keep an eye out, folks, for your, for things like that. Yep. Same thing, Johnny. Didn't didn't you find a problem with the landing gear on spaceships? <laughs> Loose bolts. Loose, bo- um, Loose bolts. <laughs> on the new Max. <laughs> the new spaceship Max. On the new Max spaceship. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Well, that signifies that the that show guy is... found his door. The guy found the door in his backyard. Oh, I know. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Like, think about that too. Think about things falling off of airplanes. It's not good because if it hits you, it's not good. Oh yeah. Or, yeah. That'll, that'll ruin your weekend. Uh, yeah. Just a tad. All right, folks. If you enjoy the Handyman Pros Radio Show, please tell your friends and neighbors. Like and subscribe to our shows, please. It helps the algorithms. It really gets our word out. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, send us an email. Questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. We will respond. We do respond. We will respond. And um, all of that kind of good stuff. Johnny, take us home, baby. All right, folks. <laughs> thanks for watching another episode of the Handyman Pros Radio Show. Uh, Stay safe, work hard. We'll see you all next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.